today's topic, we will be discussing about electrical stimulation for spinal cord injury. Okay, so SEI. Uh, to give a simple definition, an SEI is an injury to the spinal cord that can disrupt communications between the brain and the body, leading to a loss of control, as you might say, over otherwise intact neuro uh, neuromuscular structures. Uh, by taking advantage of these intact neuromuscular systems, several, how should I say this, um, advantages and recent technologies have been developed to restore functions and one of this is your FES of the central and peripheral nervous system. Going back, uh, on slide number two, uh, another definition of spinal cord injury in which it's a major multisystem disorder associated with varying degrees of morbidity, uh, mortality, and long-term disability, depending on your neurological level and completeness of cord transection. Meaning, as you've known, kung may MS2 ka mo, um, the higher the neurological level is, the more severe the complications. If cervical level, most probably, four extremities ya and trunk ang involved. Unless or unlike kung T12 or L1, in which lower extremities lang ang affected and spared ang upper extremities. Completeness of cord transaction in which varying injuries of the spinal cord will also result in different kinds of uh, manifestations, such as if maigo ang salikod sa spinal cord, it would present loss of proprioception or vibration. If sa kilid, we have your sensory and motor and so on. Uh, SEI has a huge psychosocial and economic implications not only for people with spinal cord injuries and their families but also for the society. Because of course, when we care for our spinal cord injury patients, we give them time, we give them our bestest of effort and we should, we should always look towards the positive side of progression. On slide number three, you will see the uh, different consequences of your SEI. Number one is, according to um, electrical stimulation that we that we need to treat is chronic pain. It averages about sixty five percent, with a third of those affected rated pain as severe. Some studies included that reported pain prevalence from twenty six to ninety six percent in the population and that sex, completeness of injury, or level of injury had more often very small impact on the experience of pain. Meaning most of the time, pain is always present sa SEI and wala gavari if ano nga type of injury ang nasustain ni patient. More or less, nangyari na siya pain. Another consequences includes your spasticity and impaired motor function. For spasticity, it is highly associated with many secondary complications of SEI, as we have discussed before, including gait disturbances, impaired motor function, pain, 
and loss of range of motion and pressure ulcers. Gait disturbances can include spasticity of the uh, knee extensors and then spasticity of your plantar flexors or pwede man flexibility. Okay? Impaired motor function, difficulty in performing your um, mus muscle movements and it will lead to loss of range of motion. Finally, your loss of range of motion will turn into pressure ulcers. Kay, hindi yan na mas hatagan relief ang extremity nga gaka pressure. Uh, impaired motor function, the level of motor impairment can be ascertained using the Asia scale. Okay? Familiar na makamuguro sa Asia scale ninyo. Slide number 5, we have different types of interventions used for SEI. We have TENS, uh, NMES, or FES. Most of the time, ang ginagamit ta is FES. For NMES in SEI rehabilitation in slide 6, it's usually used to stimulate the intact um, lower motor neuron or muscle to elicit a contraction of the affected muscle. Basically, kung ano lang ang spared, kung ano lang ang magamit ta, amunan na siya danay ang ma-used so far. Because um, the spinal cord can always induce neuroplasticity. Okay? The brain and the spinal cord can always produce neuroplasticity. That is, development of your um, neurons based on how much we use them. The ideal frequency for your NMES is usually around 12 Hz to 16 Hz for upper limb stimulation and 18 Hz to 25 Hz for lower limb stimulation. This is according to recent uh, journals depicting usage of NMES on spinal cord injury. In slide number 7, you'll see there um, your FES or Functional Electrical Stimulation. Uh, FES uses NMES in a preset sequence to stimulate weak muscles to accomplish functional tasks such as standing, um, stepping, walking, and other activities of daily living. Same lang siya guys sa uh, FES na ato na learn, pero this one is only um, emphasized on spinal cord injury. And very, uh, very much emphasis on standing and walking. Okay, amugid ni am most of the time very, uh, highly affected sa SEI. And pwede naton ma-address. Now, uh, in slide number 8, you'll see there the mechanisms of our electrotherapy. Um, as you've known, the TENS works with the gate control theory. It modulates inhibitory circuits in the spinal cord that trigger your autogenic and reciprocal inhibition. And also, it suppresses pain by stimulating the release of your endogenous opiates. Mga dynorphin, beta-endorphin, Okay? And it activates descending analgesic 
pathways to prevent the pain from reaching to your brain. Okay, para hindi mo ma-feel ang sensation. In slide number 9, NMES works by disynaptic reciprocal inhibition and also for autogenic inhibition. Okay? Um, okay. To be clear, uh, disynaptic reciprocal inhibition is a widely accepted involuntary phenomenon for which it stimulates um, nerve fibers by contraction of the agonist, meaning kung ano ang the primarily move. And it produces an inhibition of the alpha motor neuron of the opposing muscle group. Autogenic inhibition is simply uh, another phenomenon in which your agonistic muscle contraction produces subsequent relaxation of the same muscle by stimulation of the GTO or your Golgi tendon organ. Uh, it is hypothesized that NMES helps in reducing spasticity by the activation of your uh, type 1B fibers and by promoting the Renshaw interneuron cell inhibition. Dunduban pa ko ano ang Renshaw interneurons. These cells are inhibitory interneurons that are found in your gray matter sa spinal cord. It is also thought that antagonistic or reciprocal muscle inhibition is always a factor when performing movements. Okay? Um, increased muscle power from the use of NMES is similar to benefits from an exercise regimen. Because, uh, according to this, um, in overload principle, the greater the load above the muscle's habituated load, the larger the gain in strength. Diba? It is thought that repeated practice of movement patterns aided by NMES could facilitate motor relearning. Therefore, the goal of your NMES is to reverse uh, losses of skeletal muscle mass, specifically because of um, disuse atrophy, and to stimulate functional improvements in people with incomplete paralysis, thereby promoting health and fitness. Okay. Outcome measures. Um, every intervention that we always do, especially since we started a stroke, should always have outcome measures to, mesh to validate the uh, ES that we used. For example, for pain, at least subjective uh, uh, response of the patient should be 50% reduction in pain intensity. For spasticity, we have your mass or your modified Ashworth scale. Changes in muscle power, it can be measured by ano, your MMT. And lastly, pinaka-important is your PIM or your functional independence measure. Those uh, four are usually some examples of your outcome measures. 
they can highly be differentiated based on what the patient's goal should be. Okay? With the um, patient's goal plus ang opinion sang physical therapist. Kung ano ang the best nga mahimuta on that stage of the patient's recovery. In slide number 11, you'll see there uh, the upper extremity functional restoration with FES. Persons with cervical level SCI restoration of hand function is their top priority. Siyempre, unahon ta danay ang pinakalapit na pwede ta matreat kaysa sa magpanaog ta with cervical level SCI. On C5 to C6, muscle contractions can be orchestrated to produce coordinated hand grasp, opening, uh, closing, wrist extension and flexion, and so on. Now, as we all know, we need to have a multidisciplinary approach with the occupational therapists. Mainly because we only deal with movements and muscle strength of the uh, affected extremity. How the, uh, how the patient plans the activity, how it should be performed, and what uh, techniques they can use to simplify it should be the role of your occupational therapist. On slide number 12, you'll see their lower extremity functional restoration with FES. In persons with incomplete injury, again ha, incomplete, kay kung complete transaction of the cord, it would be highly difficult for the patient to perform low extremity task. For incomplete injuries, walking performance can be improved. When we say 8 channels, those are um, kung sa kwan, pa 16 electrodes. 16 electrodes of continuous stimulation to the knee, uh, knee extensors, hip and trunk extensors can produce power to do sit-to-stand transition with support for the body against collapse. Okay? As you can see in the picture, um, with a C7, Asia, C standing with FES to the knee, hip and trunk extensors, hip and trunk abductors, and multi-contact cough electrodes on the femoral nerves, selectively activating the quadriceps. Okay, para ng specifically sa unilateral head sang quadriceps, nga hindi opod si rectus fem. Kay si rectus fem ya is a two-jointed muscle. Kung ma-activate Si rectus fem, pwede na iya nga mag hip flexion si patient. And mas mabudlayan na siya karon mag stand, mag situ stand. Follow? Gets nyo? Gimbutangan lang uh, ES sa unilateral, uh, uniarticular heads sa quadriceps. Diba there are four heads sa quadriceps? Rectus fem, vastus lateralis, intermedius, and medialis. Rectus femoris is the only two-jointed muscle sa quadriceps. It first attaches sa hip and ga-insert sa knee. Meaning, it can do hip flexion and knee extension. 
So, dapat, kung magbutang ka FES sa quadriceps, especially for situs stand, you only put sa vastus lateralis, intermedius, and medialis. Okay? On slide 13, you'll see there your trunk control and posture with FES. Um, as you can see in the picture, the effect of FES on a seated posture. By stimulating the trunk and hip muscles, consistent significant changes in posterior pelvic tilt and shoulder height were recorded. Diba? Kung mag pelvic tilt ta, there are changes man sa lumbar spine. If we do anterior pelvic tilt, such as on the picture on the left side, it would uh, produce a extended nga spine. Mas straight siya tulokon. Otherwise, kung mag-posterior pelvic tilt ka, mag-posterior pelvic tilt ng SCI patient, that would result in a curvature sa spine. Or ma-kyphotic siya. Manubo ang height ni patient. May pwede siya magka-result into uh, spinal impairments or postural changes. Uh, after SCI, usually trunk muscles can oftentimes not provide the necessary forces to adequately control trunk posture because of a lack of innervation and or muscular atrophy. Diba? The common complications of your SCI. To compensate for insufficient muscle control during sitting, persons with SEI usually tilt their pelvis further backward to increase stability in the anterior direction, or ma APT. To correct this, ES is usually placed on the lumbar and hip extensors. Okay? Or for the FES. On slide 14, you'll see there that FES is also used for restoration of bowel and bladder. Uh, after SEI, with an upper motor neuron injury to the sacral nerve roots, volitional control or active control of these functions is frequently lost, and the lower urinary tract becomes hyperreflexive. Okay, this uncontrolled reflex or uh, hyperreflexive na bladder ni patient and the subsequent high bladder pressure can result in inefficient voiding, incontinence, ureteric reflex, causing renal injury. Okay? Hyperreflexive or spastic na bladder. Dugay-dugay lang pangihi. Uh, FES offers a means to Restore LUT, lower urinary tract function, by activating the bladder and inhibiting the urinal sphincter to produce voiding or, for the man, inhibiting the bladder to provide a urinary continence and reduce triggers for anong AD? AD nga common na complications ng SCI. That is, autonomic dysreflexia and restore your lower urinary tract function. Okay? Usually, ginadugang pagid sa FES nga may uh, 
for ba uh, bowel and bladder problems is your Kegel's exercise. Gastimulate ka contraction when the patient will try to contract his or her pelvic muscles. Um, instructions could be, ma'am, uh, pwede ka magpugong sang imo-ihi. The son, relax. Pugong-ihi, relax. Pugong-ihi, relax. Every time that you ask the patient to um, stop urinary flow, there should be uh, electrical impulses coming from your FES. That particular type of training can induce neuroplasticity sa neurons found in your bowel and bladder. Okay, para mabalik ang hyperreflexive into a normal or near normal, pwede yung makontrol nga bladder. Lastly, in slide 15, um, general takeaway na lang, general guidelines na lang for ES sa SEI. Always choose the modality appropriate to the patient's condition and needs. And then, later on, base your parameters on what you have learned. Diba? For tens, it should be pila? 100 to 200 hertz. For NMES, it should be um, 1 to 20 hertz. And FES should be always producing contractions or visible nga contractions. Both sa NMES kag sa FES. Your tense is produces your buzzing sensation. Finally, tense is always used to treat pain. NMES is only an adjunct to strengthening and prevention of atrophy, but always promote active and resistive exercises for your SEI. That is the only means to increase the strength and power of your SEI patients for them to be able to perform their ADLs. And FES for Advanced Functional Training and Motor Control. That is all for your SEI discussion.